I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Rowan A.S.H. on another weekly Thursday live stream. A belated happy Austin Day or happy 316 Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day sa mga nagsa-celebrate. Kaya ako naka-Celtics t-shirt. I miss the days when I could go to an Irish pub in the city and just down some Irish beer. And if you like to celebrate Aaliyah Day since it's 317, happy Aaliyah Day to you as well. So yeah, we, we have so much to talk uh, talk about on the show for tonight. We talked about it on the pre-show. We're paying tribute to the late great Scott Hall. We're talking about Big E, we're talking about Butch, about Edge. NXT is also part of the menu and Shempre AEW. But if you enjoy the stuff that we do on the podcast, and if you want to enjoy some more stuff from outside of the weekly live streams, then please consider checking out our patron community. And here's how. Okay, so again, malapit na ang ating premium live event of the year, uh, which is WrestleMania, the most stupendous wrestlemania in history so all you got to do to be a part of that uh which is going to be on april 3 and 4 i believe uh on philippine time which is 8 a.m then because nina dsd or dsd know that uh all you got to do is subscribe to our patreon patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month you get to support us and get freebies i mean perks and special stuff as well like access to our discord community uh, where we do the watch parties where we talk about wrestling and other stuff you get access to our exclusive review content of the weekly shows and pay-per-views you get merch as well either pasabais from uh, online stores and our own line of merch which is coming hopefully soon in some form or fashion again patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month we're also giving away some cookies at the end of the live stream. So para sa mga sumale dun sa promo natin with cookies by CEO, stick around because we're going to be bringing out the magic roulette again. Ilan ang winners natin in row? Isa, dalawa? Dalawa, dalawa. Let's uh, wrap it up already all so right, we can give right, out right. more goodies. Okay, so we're giving away uh, two 
two sets of cookies from Cookies by CEO. That's happening at the end of the live stream. So, okay, before we start, uh, si Glendale sinasabi niya best cookies ever. So, I'm assuming na tanggap niya ni Ayuda from Cookies by CEO. Yeah, I will uh, test that. I also got a bucket of cookies over the weekend. Pretty good. Kaya dun sa mga gusto mong pamigay ng cookies, padala nyo lang. Ikaw yung hindi anyan. <laughs> All right, Sanatiya. Thank you very much, by the way, to Cookies by CEO for hooking us up with those giveaways. All right, let's get to our first order of business on the pod. And we have to start by paying tribute to the late great Razor Ramon or Scott Hall. Uh, he passed away earlier this week. We first found out from Kevin Nash, who had posted on Instagram that uh, Scott Hall was on life support. So, you know, um, since that post, lumabas yung mga detalya na he had, uh, was it hip surgery or thigh surgery? Hip surgery, because he was yeah, getting replacement. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, a blood clots, and you know, from the blood clots, he had three heart attacks, and he had to be put on life support. And unfortunately, didn't talaga kinaya, and that's why they had to take him off life support the following day. So the tributes poured in. So it's only fitting, it's only right that we also uh, give uh, pay tribute to Scott Hall. Let's start with you, Chino, since uh, nabutan mo talaga yung peak ni Razor Ramon. Yeah, no, Scott Hall uh, was a legend, uh, part of that movement in the 90s when wrestlers were big and the hair, the attitudes were big, um, their characters were even even bigger, and he was memorable for a lot of things, most notably being part of the very first ladder match with Shawn Michaels. That's what pe- most people remember him for in the WWE. Um, he was also remembered to, to be one of the great intercontinental champions of that era. He also formed the amazing tag team with, with Diesel. Uh, they moved to WCW, founded the NWO with Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and started the Monday Night Wars in that one night. So madami rin siyang contributions to the sport and uh, art form of wrestling. It's sad to see him go out like this, especially considering that he fought his way back from addiction. Um, he was an outcast of the wrestling industry for the longest time. And to see him make that comeback on uh, WWE TV uh, in recent memory is just one of the best moments one can have uh, as a wrestling fan. I'll go to you, Rowan. What are your impressions of Scott Hall in his career since you know you you're, you came into the fandom way after he'd retired from the ring? So when I saw his vignettes from uh, from Vintage Collection, thanks to WWE Vintage Collection, I saw my vignettes. I thought he was like uh, the Carlito of that time, because the way na parang fresco siya masyado and uh, mayabang siya, and I like him as a heel. Uh, and he's really impressive. But the first time I really knew about uh, Razor Ramon or Scott Hall is because of the WWE 2K14, because of the 30 years of WrestleMania mode. And he was inducted in the Hall of Fame at the same time. Kaya mas nakilala ko siya. And then yung vintage collection. Yung pinakita yung mga matches with him and X-Pac in that crybaby match, that ladder match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10, uh, and also his debut with uh, Kevin Nash in WCW. So if you'd seen somebody like Scott Hall today, let's say yung peak niya, but he appeared on TV in 2022, would you like him? Would you root yeah, for him? Yeah, I think so. Parang pwede pang ma-apply yung gimmick niya in this day and age. All right. How about you, Ro? Uh, since, you know, pareho naman tayo ng time na pumasok ng wrestling. 
I just want to contest that last part Rowan said. I don't think a white guy pretending to be a Cuban with a stereotypical uh, mobster character is going to be a, a good thing or a thing at all in this day and age. So, yeah, to be fair, sorry, to be fair, a lot of characters from back then should just stay back then. Like, we get it. You know? yeah, it's so a product, it's a product of its time. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. I, get, I get what Rowan is trying to really say in that if you were a really cool heel and you can see it in some of those uh, in some characters now then he would definitely root for them and yeah yeah i definitely would root for them um see scott hulk is a, i know him best for his uh for the part he played in history in that uh without he and kevin nash's uh jumping ship to uh wcw the attitude era as we know it might not have likely ever started and then uh the game would probably not have been changed i don't know how history would have uh played out if they didn't do what they did so uh without his contribution uh we would not have the wrestling uh industry that we have today for better or for worse and i will say that i think he is one of those early uh examples of a heel being so good at what he does being so cool being so confident in himself and in his character that people had no choice but to start cheering him because that's how much they identified with uh the smooth talking uh swaggering razor ramon and that definitely set a blueprint for how uh the industry would treat a lot of heels moving forward from that day on and i don't know whether to uh blame him or to thank him because we always want our heels to be heels and never to be the heels that are so good that they end up being cheered but it is what it is and that really contributed to his undying popularity so that's really amazing of him and his talents. To add also, I want to call special attention to a tribute uh, Bret Hart put up on Instagram. You can check it out there. Uh, and it was just a touching tri- tribute to his friend, Scott Hall. But also it calls attention to the number of wrestlers from that decade who have since passed. Um, if you grew up with these wrestlers, like a number of the people in my age range, shall we say, grew up with. Because we don't see Scott Hall, we don't see Owen Hart, we don't see British Bulldog, we don't see Brian Pillman. We don't see Scott Hall started his career out with Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect. He's also no longer with us. So it's to see how hard the life of a wrestler must have been to pass away at such a young age. Uh, I, I want to say that these guys were taking bumps. Even though the matches you saw before are seemed pretty simple, uh, they were still going out there and hurting themselves just for our entertainment. And the fact that they were doing that night after night because of the WWF house show circuit uh, just goes to show that there is damage so sustained. And that leads to the problems that we see them have today. And um, it's a good thing that the business, whether it's because of COVID or because of their practices have curbed uh, their touring schedule and hopefully you know um, lessen the damage that these wrestlers have sustained over the years uh, yeah I, I think we gotta thank Diamond Dallas Page because 
he is the one responsible for saving Scott Hall's life because there, there, there was a time that he wanted to die and then when DDP showed up and saved him, uh, Scott Hall because as he said before, those 12 uh, rehabs that he had, parang hindi gumana, pero yung DDP yoga talaga yung gumana. So I guess we gotta thank uh, DDP there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna mention. Uh, there, um, w- When I think about Scott Hall, I don't really think about the in-ring stuff. I think more about his last, I, I would say, 10 to 15 years of life where it was really the meta-narrative. Or that was really Scott Hall's narrative. Now, he, he was a guy who had his demons, really struggled with them, and through the help of people like DDP, his support system, his family, his friends, they were able to pull him back out of that, and he was able to clean up his act. He was able to rehab his image, rehab his life, and by the time he got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame twice in the span of six years, um, you know, people were so happy, people could see that Scott Hall was in a better place in life. So um, it, it was actually written so beautifully on USA Today, this FTW page nila by Christian DeAndrea. Napagandang uh, article about how uh, people cheered for Scott Hall, the human being, because of that struggle. And that's what ultimately made him resonate with so many people who also go through their own struggles, who also fight their own demons. And yun, um, I think that's one of the most uh, heart-wrenching things about all of this is that um, you know, Scott Hall really stood for so many people, especially in the last few years of his life. So yun. And any other um, things you guys want to mention, you want to put out there on the stream? Oh, well, uh, I think we touched on everything and I'm actually glad that we touched on everything because uh, there's a lot to say about Scott Hall and I think we summarized it perfectly. Yeah. Try to PBT at the end of the show. Yeah, so. that's people right, can that's get right. their licks in as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Scott Hall wasn't perfect. He wasn't like the you know absolute role model, but uh, we, we could see him especially towards the end. The man tried and he really fought very hard. So rest in power, Scott Hall. We'll, we'll um, talk about your favorite moments, your favorite matches on our TBT in just a bit. For now, though, we got to pause for our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about Biggie, we'll talk about Sami Zayn, and about Butch. But first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys. So again, uh, there's always a deal happening on Lazada. So if you are getting anything that you want and need, because say hashtag Nasa Lazada, and all you got to do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast through your online shopping. Podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser, add the cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's get to some shout outs over on Kumu. Hey, hey, to Belenz, 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 who just followed us. Saying uh, hey as well to Ribbon Raiders, who says happy 316 day from the year. So he asked also what caused Scott Paul's death, so we explained it then. So uh, Harry underscore Potter 7727, thank you for following us as well. Uh, thank you for tuning in the Pesahomu for our wrestling talk. Uh, stick around, and you can also get a chance to jump in, as Stan said, Kanina, with your favorite Scott Hall moments at the or near the end of the show with our TVT. So thank you again. Keep smashing those parts. Alright, uh, si Leo tinatanong niya kung bakit walang 10-bell salute on WWE programming for Scott Hall. I don't know, Um, they only really reserve that for certain people. Like the last one, na, na, uh, the last uh, wrestler who passed away na binigin nila ng 10-bell salute was Pat Patterson back in 2020. So they haven't really I, had one since. Yeah, I don't, I don't know policy I feel like it is for those who are part of the roster at the time of their death. But they also didn't really do that. Like again, as you said, for Pat Patterson, right? Uh, Matagal retired. Yeah. But I guess he was just that close to Vin, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's a list on Wikipedia for the wrestlers na binigyan ng ten bell salute ng WWE, so you can go check that out. Uh, it's not a very long list, and some of the folks who passed on and are a part of that list weren't really with the company at the time of their passing. So, yung, uh, as Rose said, di natin alam eh. So, you know. Anyway, let's get to um, this week's topics. Let's start off with SmackDown. And we got to send our well wishes to Big E. Really unfortunate injury that happened on SmackDown. Um, I already saw it on social media. But when I watched SmackDown and saw that bad fall after the Ridge Hall and Suplex, I was just like, uh, that, that's, that's not good. Um, he's likely missing WrestleMania. There was a former WWE doctor who got interviewed, uh, Kinwocha on What Culture, and uh, this former doctor said that um, it might actually end Big E's in-ring career. Di pa natin alam yun. He's not with WWE anymore, so that might be a conservative take. I don't know. Um, uh, can we get some quick thoughts around the room? Let's start with Ro, because I saw you tweet about people uh, blaming Ridge Holland for all of this. Yeah, because Ridge was the guy who gave the move, right? And it's easy to see that and think, oh, hey, he's unsafe, he's um, weak. Uh, he didn't know what he was doing out there. He shouldn't have tried to suplex a guy like Big E. But come on. Um, as, like I said on TikTok, uh, the thing about those moves is that it's really most of the time yung strength ng receiver into jumping and uh, making it look good. And for again, for whatever reason, Big E did just, did just not clear the flip. And uh, we can sit around and try to debate, but that's just what happened. And uh, I'm already sure that Ridge Holland is feeling really, really sad and bad about having messed that up. Because it's still him. Uh, he, he is probably blaming himself for not doing enough. So let's not pile on the guy. Let's not pile on both guys, especially now that we've seen that Big E is in good spirits. Um, he's taken it pretty well. And it's just an accident. It's just plainly an accident. It can happen at, in this business. 
Yeah. You update ni Big E on social media, he posted a second video diba? after uh, he'd been stretched out of the arena. Sabi niya na he won't need surgery. So that's a good thing. Kung di kailangan ng surgery. Of course, none of us here are doctors either. So di natin alam yung official prognosis. Uh, Chino, what do, uh, what do you think about you know this whole thing that happened? Ang balas lang ng new day kasi hindi sila tumatagal ng kompleto sila. I guess they had I guess they had, they had their they already had their run their multiple time run as champions and as the trio that we could have come to know them as but it um, talking about Big E and people saying that this might end his injury career had me thinking of the few times that he spoke about wanting to do something else after resting on the New Day podcast uh Feel the Power um he spoke about wanting to get into the voiceover game and into animation about which is which is what he is doing now but it's actually it just brings to mind how fickle everything is when you're a wrestler about we just talked about Scott Hall and how his uh, career was cut short because of addiction and then now we're talking about Big E, who suffered this unexpected injury that might actually end his wrestling career. So it's just, it's such a very sudden, very unexpected way to bow out of the wrestling game. And so, when, you know, you just gotta, I guess you just have to appreciate it when it's there. Yeah, uh, sabi mo nga, Chino, di ba, sobrang malas lang talaga. Leo, in uh, the comment section, points out na Big E does deserve some credit for maintaining a positive outlook after the incident. Rowan, if something like this Whoa. happened to you... Wow, uh, we can do that. Oh, oh, we can do that, that now. Uh, wow. I, I, have, I have admin control. I forgot to tell you guys. Wow. I had, I had, I had admin control this, this whole time. We've so been talking to 10 million in years. the comments for this long. As Leo says... Uh, you know, Big E has a very positive outlook paren despite what happened. Rowan, if you were in Big E's shoes, would you be able to maintain such a positive outlook? Well, ako kasi pinalaki ako being a um, uh, um, being a positive person. Very optimistic ako. So whenever shit hits the fan, I would always think that uh, God has a plan for me and there's a reason for this. That That's why it happened. All right. So, you know, uh, at least you have something to hold on to. So good for you because uh, unlike Big E, unlike you, Rowan, uh, not everyone can maintain that positive an outlook. Like if that happened to me, I'd probably be very angry and very bitter. So, you know, props to you guys, especially Big E, because, you know, what he's doing is is no joke, you know, just dealing with this whole situation. Uh, speaking of SmackDown, other things that happened over there, Pete Dunn debuted and now his name is Butch. So, okay, a- another name change in like less than a month. Let's go around the room. Let's start with you, Rowan, since you have a shit-eating grin on your face. You know, it's all about the butch. Okay, with this name change, I think mas naging better pa yung Gunther. Uh, uh, I don't like this name. Parang di talaga bagay sa kanya. And uh, it affected me really because uh, I like Pete Dunne and I pretty much followed him, watched him grow up in NXT. And he was really impressive. Tapos... In the main roster, it's really not a turn off. Uh, it was funny, yeah. I mean, like, I can't sit here and say that Pete going from Pete down to Butch wasn't bad, but um, it's again one of those things. I've been watching again, I've been watching wrestling for almost 20 years now, and we've seen our fair share of these renamings. Uh, like I also said, 
I know we a lot of us have chimed in on TikTok about the name change. But um, from developmental to the main roster, there are some repackagings bound to happen, and this is exactly what happened to Pete Dunne. Nagkataon lang na uh, NXT was way more televised than FCW or OVW was, and we just ended up being more attached to what we've seen down in NXT. But again, NXT is still, at the end of the day, developmental. And talagang papata that papata ni to whatever he wants. Uh, I guess it depends on the people in WWE to protest if they want to protest it. I know I've seen a report saying that they didn't really like it. But what are you going to do if that's what the boss wants? Uh, Rowan mentioned Gunta, but um, NXT had the decency of having Gunther explain why he changed his name. And I don't, I don't think Butch is going to get that same uh, courtesy. And at the end of the day, I think we're just going to get used to it. You know, um, so, okay, it's, it's to what be happens. Fair, to be fair, when I watched SmackDown, I was listening to commentary because Michael Cole and uh, Pat McAfee, and even to Seamus himself in the segment, like they explained that, yeah, he went by a different name, but to us, He's always been Butch. So yung pagkaka-package ni Seamus Ridge and Butch is a tropa talaga sila from the UK. They go way back. And that, you know, before we came to know him as Pete Dunne, Butch na talaga yung nickname niya. So parang dinala na lang nila over there. You know, kind of like how we have your friends that you call each other by your nicknames. But, you know, when they're at their place of work, they go by a different name. So right, right. Y- yun, yung, yun yung effort that they put into the storytelling behind Butch. What do you think, Chino? Oh. Oh, my friend akong Brian Aquino, tawag namin sa kanyang gawin. Sunog eh. This is Pete Dunne. Uh, and I guess that's what you've, they meant by Butch. Yeah, <laughs> neither, I'm sure. Yeah. Neither, here, neither here nor there. Uh, neither here nor there. But, but I, you know what I, what I will say? I'll just echo my thoughts from TikTok uh, and say that at the end of the day, this is Vince's show. And the reason, like Tama Siro, that it is developmental, people will change their names. But at the end of the day, you marketing malaking bagay din yan eh. So he wants the final say on every single creative output that is delivered uh, onto the main roster. That is why he decided to name Butch Butch because he wanted everything that had, all the money that had to do with Butch to go directly to him. But it's really business yan eh, ba? I believe before kasi nagreklamo tayo na oh bakit hindi na ganito yung pangalan ni ganyan diba or why did they have to change his name all of a sudden I feel like the wrestlers also have a role to play with regards to selling the name whether they get the platform to explain themselves or not um, a perfect example for that for me would be Roman Reigns hindi naman Roman Reigns sila kapangalan niya sa FCW diba he was like Leaky or something. Leaky. Leaky. Can we can we, we please go. can we please diba? stop oh. that leaky disinformation? Whatever, <laughs> however you pronounce it, it wasn't Roman Reigns, and now he's the head of the table, diba? I feel like malaking bagay din yung acceptance no wrestler dun sa role na binigay niya, because they are playing a role. That's what they are doing at the end of the day. Yeah, Chino's yeah. right here because um, other uh, former and current WWE superstars have gone on on the record to say that uh, when you look at WWE, it's like being part of a movie, diba? Right? And when you look at uh, Mr. McMahon or Vince McMahon, he's like the director. So he's going to cast someone in a role no matter what. And if, let's say, si Pete Dunne kinas as Butch, kung ayaw niya, may ibang ilalagay dun sa role na yun. And they're probably going to get the same name anyway. 
hindi natin alam. But, you know, it's, it's all about playing a role and finding your place within that ecosystem. Whether or not gusto mo yun, nasa sayo na yun as a performer. But that's that's just really how it goes. And many people from the WWE system have talked about it over the years. Uh, I want to say, I want to jump off what you said and say that if he didn't want it, if he didn't want to play along, then he can leave like Tony Storm oh, did. Um, uh, that's, like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing. It, there's no indignity in leaving and, you know, uh, choosing your own worth and not subjecting yourself to whatever Vince wants. That's totally fine. But he is willing to go along with it. He, I guess he put his pride uh, behind him. And now he's butch. And uh, whether you like it or not, he's going to be butch. Hey, if being butch means he gets that main roster money, then go get that bag, butch. Yeah. He go make that father. money. He is a father and a husband after all. Right? So, yeah. Glendale asks if there's going to be a chance of Abago in Japan. Yeah, there's always a chance. Like You know what oh, I yeah. say. Glendale, <laughs> There's always a chance. Like Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. Yeah. Will it happen? Pro- will it happen? Probably not. But I mean, there's always a chance. No, I mean, like he did bring up a good example. Now. The Viking experience yeah. was changed to the Viking Raiders after much, uh, after much hullabaloo. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it could still happen. Like I, um, I'm totally fine with Butch as a starting point. Like uh, I saw someone say that maybe what if it was like Butch the Bruiser? That's that's totally cool. Um, so I don't mind that. Like maybe give it a little more spice than just being butch. Because that's the same thing as calling a mean pro wrestler Neville. Yeah. Um. See, Lance making another sarcastic remark. Di man lang done yung name niya. Yeah. I'm not sure who owns the trademark to the name Pete Dunn. Bakain DC WWE kaya nga pinalitan, di ba? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, let's talk about Sami Zayn now because we got to give this dude a, a, an A for effort because apparently yung number na dinox ni Johnny Knoxville on SmackDown last Friday is actually Sami Zayn's number. Whether or not it's his actual number or just on a burner phone that Sami Zayn owns yeah. is a different story altogether. But the fact that this dude is actually answering the phone or taking time out to be bugged by you who'd like to give him a call, uh, I, I have to give this guy so much props, man. Yeah, uh, I would not have done that. Like, uh, like, and back you'll be big number Like, even though it's to further a feud, but I guess props to him because now I care about Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville a little more, and they are going the distance into making us care for their feud. Sabi ni Glendale, pwede na raw senda ng Gcash si Sami Zayn. Ikaw ba Rowan? Tatawagan mo ba si Sami Zayn? Uh, sayang na lo- 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 I mean, I, I don't want I, I don't want to waste my load. I mean, I can just watch him on SmackDown. But uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this whole thing, but this whole thing, yeah, I, I appreciate Sami Zayn. Uh yung heel run yeah. but this thing, yung Dinox yung number, yeah, it reminds me of that episode in The Simpsons when Ed Flanders constantly picks up the phone. Because see Homer nag set up siya ng auto dialer. So he would always pick up the phone thinking it's his mother, pero it's not his mother, it's Homer. So maybe that's the case for Sammy. <laughs> pero hindi. Yuna. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, the, the, Sammy Zayn and Ned Flanders don't really have anything in common. Uh, Chino sabi raw ni Jeb, the next si Sammy Zayn, and then he tried to call, pero busy daw yung tone. Ikaw ba? Uh, papatal ka ba? Uh, 
Well, first of all, good for Sammy for putting up with all that. Feeling ko yung 49,000 na yun. With 49,000 na yun, si Camus lang lahat yun eh. So, okay. <laughs> we actually, it's just one person. No, but honestly though, the guy really is the epitome of a company man. He just, he just like, good for him, diba? Na hinaharas siya. Because he knows that it's all part of the it's all part of his gimmick, it's all part of his character. So yes, I guess But then he understands he's here's a guy that really understands his role in the story, his role in the company. And yeah, and you know what? Good for him. Props to Sansi. Yeah, if anything, as Ro mentioned, Kanina, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville just got a little bit more interesting. So A for effort for one Sami Zayn. Boderon, let's talk about Edge and his new theme. So uh, if you watch Raw this week, he no longer came out to Edge. He no longer came out to Metalingus. He now comes out to a different Alter Bridge song, a newer one, and it's called The Other Side. So I listened first to Yung Buong Kanta, Yung Album Cut, and you know it slaps. I love it. And then when I heard it on Raw, I was like, okay, I can get with this as a song. And I could see why he did it. It's similar to... Um, yung sinasabi lagi ni Chris Jericho na when you turn heel, you have to take away whatever it is that the fans love. And I'm one of those fans of Edge where if I hear Metalingus, regardless of yung alignment ni Edge, I just really pop. I scream, I cheer, I love it because it's one of my favorite songs and I have so many good memories attached to that song. So for Edge to take that away from me as a fan, I feel like, Upal to, ah. So, I don't know, what, what do you guys think? Ro, I know you have uh, some thoughts on this. Uh, yeah, so it's super weird. Um, I mean, it's not super weird. It's super weird that uh, people, wrestlers from the past, or you know, right now, have been getting their themes changed out of nowhere, and so wrong with lang. And it's this this particular uh, this particular instance, you know, really sets it apart because there was a storyline reason for that for Edge changing his theme. There's a storyline reason for him to take away the song that people like and this is a great example like i this is how you do a theme song change that people will like i say if you just do that from out of nowhere then for sure people are going to hate it because you suddenly changed what they were vibing to when uh this guy came out Deba. so really good stuff um again a master class by edge Sabini Lance in the comments, it's very rare that a Hall of Famer would change their entrance music after they'd already retired. So yeah, uh, we, we did see that, diba? So um, Ikaw, Chino, what do you think about this? Is this the first time you've seen a Hall of Famer change their entrance after their you know main run talaga? It's not only the first time we've seen a, a Hall of Famer change its, his entrance theme. It's also one of the rare times a Hall of Famer is actually a heel. Diba? Usually, pag bumabalik sila, they're this untouchable uh, NPC character na face marate. But this time around, because Edge is a much more active participant in the storyline, nag-heal siya bigla. And I love how they changed this theme song and explained it properly. It reminds me a lot of when they did the same treatment to Bailey. They changed her song. It took away all the Bailey bodies. It changed her character and she explained it in, in the right way. So, alam nyo kung gusto lang ng gawin ng WWE, kaya eh. They can, if they really wanted to explain the story, they, they really can. It, it's, with not with, it's not beyond their skill set. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, nagtatanong, uh, Bruce, it's the other side by Alter Bridge. That's the name of the theme. Uh, just last year, Edge was a heel. So, ikaw, Rowan, do you think na it's so sudden for Edge to be this heel again when last year, diba, he went nuts on Daniel Bryan and really became an un- unquestionable heel heading into 37? Ah, hindi naman. I mean, mas prefer ko nga yung heel na Edge kasi mas nakikita ko yung ultimate opportunist na heel, yung sobrang nakakainis, yung sumong suntok yung TV mo sa sobrang nakakainis si Edge. That's, that's how I appreciate Edge as a heel. Kasi pagka when uh, Edge becomes a baby face, baby face, para siyang corny, parang ang corny. Uh, he, he sticks to comedy and all. Kaya mas gusto ko tong, ano heel na Edge na to. And with his new theme song, I'm not really disappointed at all. Kasi parang ganun naman talaga gagawin talaga if someone needs to be refreshed. Um, we saw that from Shinsuke Nakamura in 2018. He has to change his theme song so that the crowd won't sing along. So I think that's kind of the reason why Edge's theme song was changed. Yeah, that's exactly it. You take away what the crowd wants to do, you take away what the crowd is vibing to, and that's how, that's one more reason for them to hate you. Let's answer this question from Admin Jackie. Na explain na ba yung one bad day ni Edge? I'd like to think so. I'd like to think he uh, he did put some effort into it naman in the last two promos he's cut. Um, we haven't seen AJ since the attack. Uh, so they're probably going to build on that next week. But yeah, the last two weeks, I explain the Edge that he actually enjoys tapping into his evil, psychopathic self once again. Now, this was a side of him that he'd forgotten he'd had. And when he realized that you know, um, he, he didn't like what he was seeing in WWE, he had to be that guy again, basically. Yeah, uh, pretty much said uh, his goody two shoes self was not winning enough. So that's why he, you know, that's why he turned heel again. Yeah, so yun. Uh, good stuff all around. Um, parang wala naman sa atin, at least on the live stream, yung galit na nag-change uh, nag, ano, ng theme song si Edge. Let's talk about Seth Rollins now. This also happened on Raw this past week. And we're seeing his spiral into madness. Now, he got so desperate that he challenged Kevin Owens to a match which main evented Raw. And the winner would go on to have that segment with Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 38. And... Um, if you guys were listening to the commentary, Corey Graves is dropping references left and right to Cody Rhodes, which is fueling Jung's speculation online that it would lead to Seth versus Cody at WrestleMania 38. Chino, do you think this is it? Na si Cody na nga talaga yung magiging kalaban ni Seth? Yeah, it's, it's, it might as well. They might as well just announce it now. Kasi this reminds me a lot of when Cena tried to challenge The Undertaker for the squash match it, it, it's very it's very mirror mirroring of, of that moment the feeling ko, they try to keep it a surprise expecting that same taker pop for Cody but of course it's not gonna happen taker Cody is a taker diba? but they're, they're they're going to get it anyway they're, we're going to get it whether it's expected or not do you like this for Seth Rowan uh, you know he's spiraling into madness so to speak yeah, I mean, I find this interesting and I, I like to see how the story progresses. And I really want to know kung sino talaga yung magiging kalaban ni Seth. Because, I mean, it's been uh, it's being talked about on social media that it could be Cody. Pero, I don't know, maybe it could be Corey Graves kasi siya yung nagtitis. Pero baka siya rin naman yun. But who knows, maybe Seth would be sitting at the crowd just like what Chino said at WrestleMania. I mean, if it's not Cody, Ro, who would it be, Diba? I don't know. Um, 
first off, I like that there is a desperation to get to WrestleMania. Because um, it kind of makes it special now. Oh, there are limited spots. Like we're not running uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal if we are uh, on the show. So if you're not on the show, then you're not on the show. And it makes it feel more special. Uh, second of all, uh, why is Cody Rhodes the one dropping the? Uh, why is sorry? Why is Corey Graves the one dropping the hints about Cody Rhodes and Seth? Right? So why is he the one saying that Seth's hopes were dashed and Seth's dreams were turning into nightmares? So why is he the guy doing this? What does he know about Seth's future that Seth doesn't, or what Adam Pierce doesn't know? Right? I would have understood now. Okay. Uh, if Adam Pierce was the one sneaking in those hints, I say he would uh, he would uh, be the one to book that match. But why is I don't Adam Corey Graves? Uh, does he have Corey this? Graves? John the Baptist, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I mean, like, does he have a scoop that we don't know about? So <laughs> you, Corey Graves also played that insider role once upon a time. So baka ba na big cast. Yeah, I don't know. It's super weird. Uh, it's just weird that he's the one saying it because uh, it's yes, it's teasing. It's it's a nice serve to uh, smart marks that uh, are waiting for Cody to come out. Pero uh, on in kayfabe, it doesn't really make sense that he's the guy to drop those hints. But that's just me. That's just me nitpicking. Um, if it's not Cody, then I don't know. Uh, it showed me that if it wasn't Cody, then it could have been Kevin Owens. Because uh, Kevin Owens isn't really wrestling Stone Cold. It's not going to be a match um, on the KO show. Uh, if the KO show is happening on night one, then something could happen to make Seth versus Kevin Owens on night two. If he's really that desperate. Right? So that's my take on it. Sabi admin Jackie, naging dirt sheet daw si Corey Graves. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Pretty That's <much>. super weird. <laughs> All right, let's go to NXT 2.0. And uh, it wasn't really promoted as much. I think yung Miz appearance yung uh, na-promote nila. So nagulat ako that even Ray and Dominic Mysterio were part of the show. So we're getting more of these main roster appearances on NXT 2.0. Do you guys like it or, or not? Uh, let's start with Rowan. Well, I'm not really surprised with the main roster stars appearing sa NXT. I mean, even the blue ropes from SmackDown nasa NXT na rin eh. uh, This episode was really fun, actually. So, to be honest, para sa akin, um, there are moments for me that I would have a hard time watching NXT. But this one with the main roster stars appearing on NXT, parang it helped me get my eyes glued on the screen. So, I, I enjoyed this episode of NXT. Chino, do you think na, no? uh, we need more of this or not? No, definitely. Double down. Send everybody who's not doing anything in the main storyline, in the mid-card, lower mid-card, to NXT. Because it proves that, first of all, NXT isn't an isolated event anymore. It does, indeed, diba, we were, we, we've complained about this before, about how NXT is being treated like the red-headed stepchild of the WWE. Because they're not together the Survivor Series. They, we don't get that brand integration as much as we wanted. But this time around, with these appearances, we are seeing that Vince actually cares about NXT. That he's willing to send big stars like former WWE champions in the Miz and Rey Mysterio. And it's also good exposure 
for somebody like Dominic Mysterio na hindi dumaan sa NXT at all. Diba? He, he is somebody who I feel could use a lot of exposure in NXT. And kung magtagal siya sa NXT I, and sila nung tatay niya sa NXT, I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah, uh, you know, we've been making those jokes about how Dominic's the long-lost son of Gunta. So if Ray and Gunta can have a match, right, with Dominic there, that would be great. I would love that. Put them in a ladder match. Do it today, tomorrow. Roy, what, what do you think about this? Yeah, I like it. Uh, there is now apparently a directive saying that uh, main roster, main, at least Raw superstars, but Raw superstars should be showing up on NXT every week to promote the show because they're on the USA network. And I like it because uh, they Raw and ni Vince that si NXT 2.0 mula sa Dailayan, diba? So that's something that he's never really extended to Triple H's black and gold NXT. So that's really refreshing to watch. And it goes a long, long way in, in making sure that when these NXT guys go up to the main roster, uh, there will be more people who know them, know who they are. So that's really cool of them to do. Uh, it makes the show bigger for sure. So I am all for this all around. Yeah, uh, it's like what AJ Styles did for our boy Grayson Waller. So I hope that if and when Grayson does move to the main roster, uh, people will be hyped because of what AJ Styles did with him the same way that whoever, Ray, Dominic, Miz, will, can, uh, Dolph would continue to interact with. It will really build their uh, capital, uh, their, their uh, fan base up diba, alongside, uh, among the WWE universe. We'll talk about AEW in a bit. We'll also get to our TBT shortly. It's about the late, great Scott Hall. But first, we'll take another break so we can let you know about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. Yep. Again, uh, there's always a deal happening on Shopee. So if you're going to get stuff that you also want and need from Shopee while supporting the podcast in the process, all you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9, and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app and what you buy will help us do what we do, again, at no extra cost. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Let's get some shout-outs over on Kumu. Saying hey to Funky Marksman, who just followed us. Tanong niya, kamusta ngayon si Mark Calloway? First name basis kayo. Real name basis kayo. And si Sean Michaels, yung HBK sexy boy. Okay naman sila. They're pretty, they're doing just fine. He asked, si Scott Hall ba yung persona ni Razor Ramon? Yes, siya yan. What else, what else? Saying hey to DJ Paolo Bordado, who says, what's up, WWE on Kumu? Yes, sir, we got wrestling talk wwe talk for you here on kumu um thank you again for sharing the stream uh we like that you like our wrestling talk so keep smashing those hearts and send the stickers but uh you know but a fun 
All right. Uh, let's get to this question here from Janelle Salvatierra in the comments. Sabi niya, funny how lots of people are excited for Cody to come to WWE when Cody was hated by almost everyone since AEW. Mane, mane. Iba pala, iba pala yung napin ko. <laughs> Di ko na mahanap. Sorry. Di ko na mahanap. Sorry. I think it's uh, a great point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great point. Um, I think a lot of these guys na gusto makita si Cody sa WWE, I think they weren't really part of the AEW watching crowd that really didn't like him. So, hindi nag-overlap yung Venn diagram. And it's kind of sad because you guys should really watch AEW. And it goes to show that you're probably missing yeah. out on uh, what or the behavior and the booking that has gotten a lot of people to turn on Cody. And again, siguro, uh, if you are waiting for Cody to show up in WWE, I think you probably know that by being part of WWE, he's going to be under strict control by Vince McMahon. So he won't be able to do all the smug, unself-aware stuff that he loved doing in AEW. So maybe there's that. Uh, si Jeb, sabi niya, why are you guys not talking about the kissing scenes from NXT? Jeb, two couples made out. What else do you want us to say? <laughs> I mean... I mean, come on. We talked I mean, about yes, NXT is uh, getting horny. We we've talked we, about we this. talked about NXT last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want? To, uh, do you want to say, man? Let's talk about AEW, and uh, we got to start off with Thunder Rosa, former guest on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, oh, the new yeah. AEW Women's World Champion. Congratulations to her! What a year long journey she's gone through. One year to uh, almost one year to the day. Of that lights out match against Dr. Britt Baker. At then she beat Dr. Baker again and became world champion. My question is, should this have happened here talaga, or could they have done this na lang ng revolution? Let's go to you, Chino. No, I think this was the right place for it. Number one, because we already talked about how revolution was so densely packed with matches that it didn't have time to breathe. It was just Banger after banger na nakakapagod siya panoorin. And adding one more match like this might actually, to, uh, to pardon the pun, steal the thunder away from the match. Hindi ma-appreciate ng tao. Whereas unlike with AEW Dynamite, Tony Khan makes it a point to be a must-see event every week. Na hindi lang siya pang pay-per-view. He tells us that every Dynamite is special and every Dynamite is a must-watch. Case in point, so a title changing hands in a cage match, which is very rare for the women, by the way. So it's just a special moment that allows this particular Dynamite to stand out. Rowan, sabi ni Julian, uh, sumasobra ka na raw kasi di ba minanifest mo na Thunder Rosa would win after the world title would be redesigned. So what do you think, man? Oh, yeah, deserve niya naman. Uh, I think they did the right decision to have uh, the title change. And lalo na, I, I, were they on, their, uh, on Thunder, Thunder Rosa's hometown? Uh, yeah, they were. Yeah. Uh, her adopted hometown. Oh, tamang-tama. The, the, I think tama lang na ginawa nila yun. And I hope she would give more uh, matches. Uh, uh, they, they would have great matches, more more matches, good lucha stuff. Rowan, sabi ni Admin Jackie, manifest mo daw na umaman tayo lahat. Oo nga. Do it! No, no, you don't get to say anything until you manifest it. Yeah. Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, with, no, uh, no, 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 you have to say it. Say it. 
Yayaman tayong lahat. Okay, we gotta hold hands first, alright? We gotta hold hands. My hand is touching your hand. Yayaman tayong lahat. Amen. 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 Tama alter sir bro. Okay, Rowan, go. Make your point. So I was so I was saying uh like what uh admin Jackie said uh maganda yung entrance din ni Thunder Rosa because I mean I appreciate uh WrestleMania type uh entrance and na, I like mariachi. Okay. Ikaw Ro, uh should this have happened in Revolution or okay kana with this happening in San Antonio? Yeah, it should have happened in Revolution. Um only because uh they really made her look terrible. Hindi naman terrible, pero uh, she's taken so many L's at the hands of Britt Baker. Like, oh yeah, pantay yung, yung record nila. But uh they really did change the result of Revolution just so she can win in front of her hometown crowd, which is not bad in a vacuum. Pero if you've seen Rosa get wrecked by the hands of Brit Squad so many times, you just want her to win already. And sobrang audits na they just had to use that to build up to this TV moment when it should have been the other way around. Uh, Revolution was the right time for it. She should have uh, entered... Um, this match in her hometown as the champion and solidified her reign if she wanted to against Britt Baker. That's just me. Other stuff going on in AEW. Neil Cuenca points out that he notices that the best friends are breaking up slowly. So Chris Stadlander's dropping the face paint, probably the alien gimmick. And now Wheeler Yuta wants to join what Neil calls the Alliance of Violence. Let's talk about that real quick. Because for once, I am now invested in Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, uh, he, Brian did say that he wanted Wheeler Yuta to, you know, to be under his tutelage. So uh, it's a good thing that he is the one being chosen for them. So it feels like draft season in AW. Uh, the rookies are getting their new groups. So it's good that AW recognizes Wheeler Yuta as someone to build around because uh, he really is that good, and he could be the future if they wanted him to. And I think uh, Brian himself has a good eye for these talents. So I trust his. I, know. I, I really like Wheeler Yuta, but I trust his judgment even more. Yeah, yeah. I, do li- I do like Wheeler Yuta. I am a fan. Um, I am for the breaking off of the best friends because they don't really do anything. Like the last time they were really significant in a storyline was with uh the uh, proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz, diba? And I was like so many years ago now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the last time I remember. Well, a year plus lang naman. Diba? No, a year plus, but that was the last time. A year is still a year, and it's one hell of a long ass year, diba? So. I no, they were for... feeding with uh, they were feeding with uh, the young bucks just now, just recently. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Oh, the, it wasn't really even that memorable. The fact that we had to be reminded of it. I want Wheeler Utah to go wherever Wheeler Utah can grow. Uh, same goes for Lee Moriarty, who Brian Danielson mentioned in that same promo we were referring to. Same goes for Daniel Garcia, although he's of the Jericho Appreciation Society. But like all these, all this young talent that AEW picked up over the years need to go somewhere, or else they're lang sila sa dark, and really that's no that's no place for anybody to go. 
Good that you mentioned the Jericho Appreciation Society, Chino, because we're going to talk about them now. And uh, let's ask Rowan, what do you think about them referencing sports entertainment as a way to get people to boo them, especially in promo ni Jericho? Actually, nga ako sa promo Um they, they even have the 2.0 guys uh, change their name into, uh, I, I actually forgot. One of them Matt is Menard Ange- and Angelo Parker. Yeah, yun, yun. I, natutuwa lang ako kasi uh, parang they, they want to be a heel by mocking WWE in a way, I think. So I, I think this is wor- this works, so good for them. What I like about this best is the effort Jericho put into really explaining your individual connection you know, with each member of the Jericho Appreciation Society. And the fact that um, 2.0 did need to get renamed because they're Matt and Jeff. And you also have Matt and Jeff Hardy who are literally on the roster now. You know, The same way na you have Lee Moriarty, Lee Johnson could be confusing. Ethan Page, Adam Page, Adam Page, Adam Cole, uh, Christian Cage, Brian Cage, all that stuff. Right? So it, it's good that there's a little bit of effort now to try to distinguish Dive people from one another. Page. <laughs> yeah, yun pa, isa pa, di ba? Ikaw, Chino, what did you think about um, them trying to get heat by saying they're sports entertainers? I think, honestly, I thought it was cheap and sporty. Kasi parang sobrang, yung iniisip mo, Jericho's above all of it, but then he does something like this and he realized he's really not. He's the same guy who danced with MJF on TV and the same guy who also shits on WWE from time to time. He's not really like a mutually exclusive character. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, he's not above pettiness in a, in a way. You're <laughs> So this is funny because... Uh... It's funny because a lot of WWE haters really hate the fact that they refer to wrestling as sports entertainment. They really hate it. Like, you know how much time and energy they devote to trashing the branding, which is actually pretty genius when you think about it because all sports is entertainment. Yeah. Uh, but, and this is Jericho's way of actually, actually getting heel heat in the context of. Um, of super hardcore AEW loyalists who love the professional wrestling and say, fuck sports entertainment. But I agree with Chino in that it's super cheap that uh, it's cheap in the way that even though they have a claim to being sports entertainers, because like four fifths of them are from WWE. It's telling that they can't get heat without, having to steal from the WWE machine, diba? Right. Talagang ginagamit mo talaga yung, ano, even though you say so much that you are so disappointed and frustrated with WWE, kailangan mo parang gamitin yung inimbento nila para magkaroon ng heel heat. And that to me is a sign that uh, the Fed is living rent-free in their heads. Diba? Yeah, so, hindi naman sila, diba? Eddie Kingston, MJF, CM Punk, all of them have uh, referred to WWE. You know who hasn't referred to WWE at all? Mox. Yeah, exactly, right? So uh, it's just so <laughs> it's so funny that they seem to want to um, establish their own thing, but they can't get away from the shadow of WWE. So, yes, it's funny. It's kind of funny. If you get it, if you get it, 
then you get yeah. it. But it's a net negative for AEW because at the end of the day, to get yourself booed. Eh, diba? So and, who really won there? Before when we were talking about the ratings and how Dynamite was beating out Raw, diba? and yet Tony Khan still likes to play with mind games with Nick Khan of all people. So number one kayo, be celebrated. Why why have to be why result to pettiness? What does that get you? It, it doesn't add value to your business. If anything, it takes away from your business because it's not professional. So I don't understand why these mind games have to be played when at the end of the day, ratings are you nagpapanalo sa kanila, Hindi ko rin gusto yung in-encourage nila yung fans to be like, De, team AEW lang ako. De, team WWE lang ako. Like, guys, we can watch wrestling, all kinds of wrestling, all these different companies, and it's okay. You can watch GCW for all I care, and that's fine. If you like just WWE, like si Abby, okay lang din. Di ba? Walang pilitan. So, hindi ko lang gusto yung parang, De, de dito lang ako. Ito lang bakod ko or whatever. Yun, doon ako nata-turn off lang. I, I just... Fi- uh, no, it's funny. The the whole idea that Jericho is pushing, the joke that Jericho is pushing, is actually pretty funny. It's actually pretty clever. Sure, it's yeah, a yeah. clever way to get heat. It's just that, yun nga, at the end of the day, though, ang itsura pa rin is, ni mo pa rin, uh, ni mo pa rin WWE, that you have to go back and take the one thing that your crowd hates about them and, you know, use it for yourself. So it's kind of it's kind of sad in a uh, really... Um, I guess also a clever way. Yeah, it, it could be more hardworking. Is you know what what we we what what we're meaning here. So yeah. All right, uh, we're almost down to the end of the podcast. Let's pay tribute to Scott Hall, aka Razor Ramon, who passed away earlier this week. So get in the comments, guys. Uh, put in your favorite moments, your favorite matches from Scott Hall, and let's celebrate his life, his career here on TBT. Let's start with you, Chino. So one of my favorite moments with regards to Scott Hall were just the many promos that he started with a toothpick in his mouth. He made that look cool. But when Scott Hall started doing it, I'm pretty sure that's when everybody started doing it. And the slick back hair, it was a stereotype. Yeah, sure, product of its time. But he made being a bad guy look so cool. And you wanted to cheer for that. Tamangasiro when he said that uh Ro when he said that uh, Scott Hall was the villain you loved to hate. And that is absolutely true for his character. I also love this the NWO run. Because without them, walang Monday Night Wars. I'm gonna stick by that statement. That is the hill I will die on. Pag wala si Scott Hall, wala si Kevin Nash, walang Monday Night Wars. Uh, Ro, Rowan, do you have any favorite moments for, uh, of Scott Hall? No, I, I'm I am per- I'm honestly going to say that I'm catching up on all the Scott Hall that I've missed. So uh, maybe if we are to revisit this uh, topic in the future, I would say something. But now I do not. So uh, it's kind of sad, though, that it takes um, an untimely death for us to, you know, really study our lessons of wrestling history. But at least, you know, better late than never. Okay, so I do have a favorite Scott Hall moment, and this is actually outside wrestling. So there were DDP yoga skits. So 
see si Scott Hall and DDP they were playing together uh, with the WWE 2K14 video game and inaasar niya si inaasar ni Scott Hall si DDP uh, because he can't find his character model and it turns out his character he's he's not even in the game he's not in the game so this is one of their skits that I really loved and I really wish I found it when it was new kasi ngayon ko lang na- nalaman na there are lots of skits that they made like they were playing Flappy Bird, they were playing, uh, they they participated in, in the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, and I just love it when wrestlers would be human beings. Yeah, which is you know what we got from places like Up Up Down Down or Young the Party, nina Adam Cole, Cesaro, uh, Tyler Breeze, and Xavier Woods. So yeah, let's go through the comments. Yung mga picks of uh, yung mga TBT niyo for Scott Hall for Leo. It was the iconic Intercontinental Championship ladder match from WrestleMania 10. Chaka Austin versus Scott Hall from WrestleMania 18. Glendale says uh, Scott Hall planting the seeds for NWO and him selling yung stunner from Stone Cold. Jeb mentioning the iconic quote from his Hall of Fame induction speech back in 2014. Ito kay Emil, Whenever the daan daw siya ng hallway tapos siksikan, he would do the Razor Ramon entrance strut para makadaan. And he adopted that as a mannerism moving forward. Si Lance, uh, yung survey time gimmick ni Scott Hall in WCW. Roman J shouting out Razor joining Ric Flair's second WWF Championship dugout celebration. Sabi ni Neil, Scott Hall being the cool bad guy, NWO, Bullet Club, etc. Spooky Fingers slicking the hair and the surfer walk. Uh, Jeb also mentioning the curtain call. Uh, si Emil also mentions na his first exposure to Razor Ramon was watching a random vintage collection episode and it was a match against the 123 Kid. Lance mentions that without Scott Hall, there's no DX. Uh, Admin Angelo also mentioning the WrestleMania 10 ladder match. Uh, see, Alan says Scott Hall putting over and losing to a very young Hiroshi Tanahashi. So, Admin Jackie actually left the link to that video in the comments. Go watch that if you want to see something that you know, you know, two wrestlers, legendary wrestlers crossing paths. Scott Hall for the ladder match, Binangetni Julian, uh, John Christopher mentioning uh, the line, You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. You know, it's Alan binanggit din yung Scott Hall versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. So there, um, at the last, for TBT, Wilson Kale shouting out that match between Razor Ramon and the 123 Kid from the early 90s. So there si you Abby, go. Uh, yeah, sorry. Abby oh, yeah. Antun just says toothpick. So her favorite thing about Scott Hall was a toothpick, which is also pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Sabi ni Abby sa akin, the day that we found out Scott Hall was uh, going to be taken off life support, na yung yun yung attachment niya kay Razor Ramon, yung toothpick. So there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for sharing your favorite memories of Scott Hall, of Razor Ramon. Rest in power, Razor. As we end the show, let's get to our picks of the week. I'm going to start with mine. And mine is William Regal appearing on Talk is Jericho. So it's a two-part episode. First part pa lang yung uh, na-publish. Yun pa lang yung napakinggan ko. And you know, I'm, I'm such a huge fan of William Regal. He is the wrestling professional, wrestling veteran I aspire to be like when I'm older. Uh, he just... Uh, has so many stories about his injuries, his life, even your mindset niya towards the industry. Na, uh, uh, it, it, I came away thinking if there were more William Regal in the industry, I think it would be a much better place. So go check that episode out. Let's go to you, Rowan. What's your pick of the week? All right, my, my pick of the week is Hot Ones Truth or Dab featuring Goldberg and Big E. So I just find this video very entertaining and really uh, amusing because two of the things that I love in life 
are there in one video, which is chicken wings and wrestling. All right. Pick our row. Pick of the week. Yeah. From earlier today, uh, John Moxie and Brian Danielson versus Wheeler Yuda and uh, Chuck Taylor. So that was pretty fun. So me cuento. And it's not just random violence. So props to them. Still the most compelling thing on AEW right now. Chino. Oh, so my pick of the week goes out to Vice and their YouTube channel. Uh, if you guys don't know, Vice is actually known for their wrestling documentaries. And this one is not an exception. It's actually a segment or a video called Hometown Heroes. And they feature uh, ZZ. From Tough Enough back in the day, the the native of Louisiana, the you know, alligator wrestler, they they feature him after his run in the WWE and talk to him about why he left, what he's doing now, catching him up, and why he why the why his hometown means so much to him. It's like a heartfelt uh, vignette and look at the guy's life. And if you've ever been curious about what he's been up to. Uh, it's worth a watch. All right. Yeah, I, I caught that video myself. It is pretty fun. Let's get to the comment section. Julian has so many picks of the week, like the Scott Hall tributes on wrestling, basically, for this week. You steal cage match in uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, Sami Zayn, and my solo podcast on deck season four. Thank you. Uh, Lance picks Tiffany Stratton being smart and attacking Saray before she could transform into <laughs> Super Saiyan mode. That was very smart indeed. Emil picks Kevin Owens for, uh, versus Seth Rollins on Raw. Glendale picks Thunder Rosa winning the AEW Women's Championship. Roman J, that main event from SmackDown, Ricochet versus Sami Zayn. That was pretty fun. Uh, John Christopher also picking Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. See Leo, same, uh, same pick. See Alan, yun din, yung pick ni Lance. Tiffany Stratton breaking the laws of anime and manga and attacking Saray before she could transform. Admin Angelo, yung aftermath ng match ni na Indy Hartwell sa NXT kasi laugh trip yun. Actually, for me, mas nakakatawa na Indy and Persia came out to the same song in the same entrance. Like, I'd never seen opponents do that before. So that was funnier to me than the actual making out. Uh, Jeb's Picks of the Week, uh, the Scott Hall Tributes, and 316 Day, and Edge's New Theme, among other stuff. Bruce picks Brock Lesnar chasing Paul Heyman on SmackDown. Alan picks Tamatonga versus Evil and Omos versus Commander Aziz. Neil picks the Scott Hall tributes and the big sad of Jado and Gato splitting along with G.O.D. and Bullet Club and the saddest and most compelling promo yet from Tamatonga. All right. Those are our picks of the week. Thank you so much to everybody who joined us on the stream. Uh, before we get out of here, we have some cookies to give away. So, Babyface producer Gail, can we please bring out our magic ruleta? So, these are cookies that we're giving away courtesy of our friends from Cookies by CEO. Thank you very much for sponsoring these cookies for our giveaway. Babyface producer, spin that wheel. Rowan, do your thing. Oh no, is it is it gonna be? Is it gonna be? Oh, oh no. Okay, so Joseph Shello, winner number one. Oh, si Joseph. We're looking for another winner. Congrats, man. All right, one in eight shots. Spin that wheel, babyface producer Gel. Go, Rowan. Good luck, Bruce. <laughs> 
And the winner is Jeb Regala. Congratulations, man. Congrats, Jeb. Congrats. All right. So, Joseph and Jeb, congrats. Senyo. We'll hit you up for those cookies, all right? Make Sorry. sure to follow Cookies by CEO on social media. Sorry, Bruce. <laughs> Oi, dito screw job, Julian. Ano ba? Ano ka? Nang-accuse ka? May proof ka ba? Anyway. We gotta get out of here. Uh, let's get some plugs. Chino, what's going on on The Class Clown? So this week on the Class Clown podcast, I am speaking with musical comedy comedy duo Sari and Cheek. You might have seen them on social media, on Instagram mostly, where they sang a song about the uh, show and panties. Um, we talked to them about musical comedy, how they got their start, and the role of women in comedy, which is a particularly touchy subject that I attempted to touch. Uh, I didn't mean to sound that way. Um, also, I'm on this week's episode of Machong Chismisan with our friends, Makoy Pang, nice. Tito Peach, and uh, Ingo. We talk about a favorite Filipino summer treat, the halo-halo. And anong gusto namin ilagay sa halo-halo. So all that and more can be found on my link tree, linktr.ee slash Chino Supersize. How about you, Rowan? What's going on? Alright, so subscribe to our Patreon so that mabasa nyo yung weekly wrestling reviews namin ni Ro and that would be all. Ro? Yeah, uh, I got a new article up on multisport.ph. So for those who are, you know, um, trying to figure out how to approach their workout plan, the the way they're going to work out, this could be very helpful to you. Again, multisport.ph. And then also uh, subscribe to, I mean, follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod and read SmartHenry.com. And as for me, go check out On Deck with Stan C. Season 4 uh, is underway. And I talked to Andre Kopp, one of the PBA commentators this week, and talked to him about what it's like being the son of Atoiko, the legendary PBA player, and getting compared to him, the pressures, and all of that emotional stuff. Uh, that's on this week's episode of On Deck with Stan C. Like Chido, I have a link tree. Go check it out. Linktr.ee slash Stan C says for all of my work. Uh, gotta say thank you by the way to lahat ng mga PNA members who left PNA this week uh, Tiffany being among them one of our OG producers thank you so much for all of the work and support you put into our shows uh, and, and to Kate who also left this week and everyone else who's left PNA before them as we say in wrestling we wish you all the best in your future endeavors uh, don't forget to follow the show on Facebook and Instagram and on Spotify the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Kita kits tayo next week for another live stream 7pm we've got another audio only episode earlier next week so make sure you catch that too individually our social media accounts are at Bar, at Monday Night Rowan N-I-T-E on Twitter N-I-G-H-T on Instagram at Chino Supersized yes Roman Jason at Johnny Chino yan and for me at underscore Stan C so on behalf of Ro Chino and Rowan A-S-H my name is Stan Wrestling, wrestling podcast out. Remember, wag bumoto ng magnanakaw. Peace. Too sweet. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.